A blessed day to everyone and all those who are uh, with us in this uh, worship at the Shrine of Jesus Divine Word, following us through the live streaming. Again, I would like to focus this uh, reflection on the uh, first reading. For the next three weeks, we will be uh, hearing, we'll be taking the readings from the first readings from the so-called uh, group of books of the Old Testament called the post-exilic period, the books of uh, Ezra, Nehemiah, Haggai, Zechariah, Baruch, Jonah, Malachi, and Joel. According to biblical experts, that the, these books of the Old Testament have a common concern. And one of them is the temple in Jerusalem, the central shrine of Judaism. While other writings, like that of the Ecclesiastes, Sirach, Wisdom, etc., the so-called uh, wisdom books pay little attention to these ritual matters. But the more uh, nationalistic Jews who returned from exile in Babylon to resettle in uh, Israel place a high value on the rebuilding of their national shrine, meaning the Temple of Jerusalem. This is known as, uh, in the biblical history, as the Second Temple Period. The book of Ezra, with that of Nehemiah, constitutes an historical and theological witness of that period of the history of the, the people of God, the so-called post-exilic Babylonian Babylon which opened with the edict of the uh, the king at that time Cyrus that was around 538 BC this Persian king permitted Israel to return to their land that was abandoned some decades before with the destruction of, the, of Jerusalem by the Babylonians whose leader that time was Nabucodonosor. And the book of Ezra opens with this citation of this edict of Cyrus and with the description of this new exodus that brings the Hebrew people from the rivers of Babylon where they wept, no? where they were exiled and brought back to the holy city, reduced already to ruins. And the aim of their repatriation is this, to reconstruct the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. 
an anonymous prophet whose word has entered into the book of uh, Isaiah, thus it is called by experts as the second Isaiah, will sing about this return as a joyful procession guided by God himself, who after having chosen his Messiah, that is the consecrated Cyrus will be preoccupied in opening a new chapter of these people's lives. The flower of hope should not be hurried, as one author said, even when it is most harsh in the desert. Indeed, God's wisdom and ways are not our ways and cannot be fathomed. God used the unlikely person like Cyrus, the ruler of the occupying forces, to restore his people to their land. God writes straight with crooked lines, they would say. The Lord is inviting us to reaffirm our trust in Him. He knows what is best for us. And that is, I think, one of the beautiful messages of this event in the life of the people of God. That in the midst of uncertainties, difficulties, God acts, and at times His ways we cannot fully understand. But God uses people, events, things to bring us His message. May we have the capacity to recognize His hand guiding us even in difficult moments, in the midst of difficulties. As uh, the beautiful line from the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 28, we know that all that happens to us is working for our good if we love God and are fitting into His plan. We ask God's Spirit to help us recognize His hand working in our lives. And uh, as the author would say, the flower of hope should not be hurried, even when it is most harsh in the desert. May we continue to trust in Him, especially in these moments of difficulties. Amen.